Okay, First uh, Timothy chapter 4. I want to talk a little bit more about godliness before, before we, we move on. First Timothy chapter 4. <clears throat> I want to read from verse 7 and 8. Actually, we can go 7 through uh, 10. Yeah? 4. First Timothy chapter 4, 7 uh, through 11. I'll read it, and then we'll chat a little bit, and then we're going to go over to Luke. Okay? We good? We good? At least you brought your hat, but it's good. Okay. First uh, Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive. Yeah? What end? The striving for godliness. Okay? We work and we strive because we have our hope set on the living God who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Okay? Let's pray. Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. Thanks, God, for your word. We pray, God, that you'd open up your word to us uh, that we might become more like you, and actually accomplish the very things that you set apart for us to accomplish. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Okay, so, uh, godliness, yeah? So we've been talking about godliness recently. Um, when, I w- when we were singing just now, we were singing that last chorus, set a fire, um, and, and that other uh, verse says, there's no place I would rather be, yeah? There's no place I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. It's a great song, and it's a great way for us to live our lives. Amen? No? Not no, not amen. We want to live for other things, right? Yeah. We sing this song, right? There's no place, Lord, I would rather be. And, and for those who have a relationship with the Lord, I think we can all define that in, in a very similar way that the place that we want to be, yeah, the place that we would rather be than any other place is in the very loving arms and promises of God. To know that we're not alone. To know that God is not only all-powerful and all-knowing, but God looks down upon us with grace and mercy and favor. And this all-holy, all-knowing God, we have the opportunity of knowing Him like our best friend. There's no place that we would rather be, amen? Then in this place, in this assurance, in this awareness of the fact that 
God loves me regardless. Yeah? You guys understand that? God loves us regardless of what we do. You guys know that? We forget that sometimes, yeah? Because we understand that sometimes the things that we do are not honoring to God. Amen? Because sometimes the place that we want to be is not really where we should be. And I love, what, I love what Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says, has nothing to do with, have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths. What is another word for myths? Lies. lies. Have nothing to do with irreverent and silly lies. Last week we talked about, uh, we celebrated um, the baptism that we just had, yeah? And I reminded you that, or, or one of the things that I that came to my attention in that baptism was three of the five uh, females that got baptized at the beach had contemplated in their young age suicide. And to that truth, the Apostle Paul would say, have nothing to do with silly and irreverent lies. Because lies lead us away from the Lord. If the Lord is the author of life, Anything that's not of the Lord will lead us to death. I mean, this comes back down to like the, the, what we've been talking about recently, like at camp, right? So these, these tough questions, like if God exists, then what, right? So like, is God real or isn't God real? So if God is real, how do we know he's real? Well, he's shown himself through his, his word and his scriptures and we take those things by faith and so we understand that he created all things yeah by just his word he speaks his word and everything happened if you believe that there's no God then what do you believe in how the world came into be yeah if you believe that there's no God then what is the very purpose and aim for your life? Like ultimately, we all have to answer these questions. Like if God is real, what does that mean for me? If God isn't real, what does that mean for me? Like if God is real, yeah, what does this God require of me? Does he have a requirement of me? And we know what that requirement is. We're talking about it tonight, godliness. God desires us not to be like ourselves. He, he really desires us to be like him. Because we're created in his image, amen? We're sons and daughters of God. He wants to bring us in. And it's almost like a, a son and daughter to their parents. Like to be honoring to our parents, we would want to hopefully mimic their good behavior. Yeah? And honor them in how we treat other people, you know? Like honor your parents, not only when you're around them, but when you are not around them. So Paul says, right, he continues and he says, rather than spending our time with irreverent and silly myths and lies, he says, train yourself for godliness. What doesn't it say right there? What I think we could read into this right now in, in, in our modern evangelical 
Christianity is that rather train yourself for, actually not even train yourself, rather salvation is enough. Have nothing to do with silly and empty lies, you know? And while you get rid of those lies, and even if you maybe fall into those lies, don't worry because salvation is enough. But that's not what it says. Paul isn't saying that salvation is enough. What is he saying? He says you've got to train yourself. That we have to train ourselves into becoming more godly. And so how do we train ourselves to be godly? Aiden, give me one way. Reading the word? Noah, give me another way. <coughs> Prayer, good job. Isaiah, give me another way. Going to church, awesome. Mark, go. Fellowship, right? Kepa, give me another way. We said prayer already. Awesome. Save us, Tati. Go. Another way that we become more godly. Outside of the Christianese, come on, outside of what, what I've been telling you guys all the time. Ethan, go. Okay. What is another way that we can become more godly? Kaya, go. Okay. We can become more like God when we start behaving like God. So Kaya says we can become more godly if we forgive others. God forgave us, so as we forgive others, we honor God. Right? We honor God, and, and in a sense, we become, and we become like him because we practice the very things that he did when he was here. Timmy, help us out. What is another way that we become godly? Okay, praise and worship. Like, that's what you mean, praise and worship, worship? Okay. Okay. Mr. Finberg, help me out, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother, your brother took that already. Come on. Give me another way that we become godly. I like it. I like it. So Ariel said um, that we become more godly when we are the same person all the time. Where we're not one person at church and then we're somebody different. Really, it's all the same person. It's just that one place we're telling a lie, you know, and some place we're actually living, living out the truth or living out that lie. No matters how you take it. We got to understand that being godly has more to do than just prayer, just reading word. Like I think the bottom line is being godly has a lot to do with the lifestyle that we live. Amen. So godliness has a lot to do with spirit, right? The Spirit of God living inside of us. But godliness has a lot to do with the second part. So Paul says, rather train yourself for godliness, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way. Okay? Amen? What Paul doesn't say is, he's not saying that bodily training is of no value. He says bodily training is of some value. Amen? And a great way for you to train your spirit is to train your body. 
a good way for us to get our spirit open to the Lord, yeah, is to get your body in subjection to discipline. If you really want your spirit to come alive, you restrict your flesh from doing what it wants to do and you make your flesh do yeah, what you know it needs to do. You guys following me? Just left to ourselves without God, we're not going to become more like God. We're not going to long for God. We're not going to go to church. We're not going to read our Bible. We're not going to pray. Yeah, We're not going to forgive others. But we force our bodies to do the things that it needs to do. Because if we just satisfy the desires of our flesh, we are no better than mere animals. If all we do here is live to satisfy our own fleshly desires, you are no better than an animal. But we would all agree that we are of much more value. Anymore? Amen? Yeah? We are of much more value than mere animals. And we understand here that we cannot, like it's silly. It's silly to see people who only merely live to satisfy their own desires. What does that look like? Give me an example. Seen up at, I've done that. I've done that a lot of times. That could actually be really godly. No. No, no, no. (laughs) College. Okay. Um, for me, it looks like uh, the little kid with your mom in the toy store. Or walking through the candy section in the store. You know, and the kid just wants everything, and they're yelling and they're screaming in public, and they care not what people think, and they care not about the love of their mom, and they just want what they want at the moment. See, the, the crazy thing is that some of us are no longer toddlers, and we still act the same way. Amen? We kick and we scream and we whine because what we want, we want it now. And if we don't get it, we will sell all the things that we value and all the things that are worth anything for the thing that we crave. How many of us have compromised something in our life of value for something that really isn't of value, but we really wanted it at that time? Raise your hand. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 15, verse 11. So this is the story of the prodigal son. I want to read it, and uh, I want to get out of here quick. Okay, we good? I'll read the story. And then I'll give you guys a little bit of insight, and then we're out of here. Ready? Luke chapter 15, verse 11. And Jesus said, so Jesus is giving a parable, yeah? He's, Jesus is telling this story. It's, it's not a true story, but it's, it is, is a story of God, of Jesus trying to prove a certain point. So verse 11. 
And Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And so the father divided his property between them. Uh, Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country uh, who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed, which means he was hungry, yeah, with the very pods and food that the pigs ate. But no one even gave him the pig's food. Verse 17, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants um, have more than enough bread? But I perish here in hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. And while he was still long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran, embraced him, kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, bring quickly the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand um, and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this, my son was dead and he is now alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to celebrate. So we got this story of this happy family with this rich father because rich, he has an inheritance. He has two sons, yeah? He has two sons who are going to inherit half of the father's kingdom. The younger of the sons knows this. He knows the father is wealthy. He knows the father loves him. He knows that he has security and provision in a good house under a good dad. He's got everything going for him that a kid would want. And yet, what he really wants, he doesn't have. His body has, and his flesh has, and his spirit has what it needs. And yet he desires the very thing that his body doesn't need. And he longs for it so much so that he would tell his dad, In our language, I wish you were dead, Dad. Because when do we get our inheritance? Yeah, you get an inheritance from somebody when that person is no longer with you. So he comes to his dad and says, Pops, I want my inheritance now. And what great wisdom the dad had, you know? He saw something with inside of his son, yeah, that he knew he didn't raise him with, yeah. And really, I don't know if the dad could have even worked that very desire out of him. And so what he did was he, he gave his son the very inheritance. Boom, the son had what he wanted. And so he went out. And, and, and 
the ESV translates that into reckless living. Yeah? And we can kind of interpret what that would be. Like you have an inheritance of a wealthy dad. Where are you going to spend that money? He didn't invest it. He lost it all. How? We can put the, you know, figure that out. Like who knows, right? The drinking, the sex, the drugs, whatever. Like just spending it. Just spending it however he wanted to spend it. And he gave up the very things that he loved. Gave up the very things and the security that he had, he had around him. Why? Because his eyes was no longer for his family. His eyes had become more for his flesh and more for the things of the flesh, the things of the world. There's a story right before this. talks about the parable of the lost coin. So there's two parables that Jesus gives. One, the parable of the prodigal son who was lost where? Outside of the house. The parable of the lost coin is that the coin is lost where? Inside the house. See, some of you guys have been the prodigal child where you've been lost outside of God's house, but you guys have been loved and cared for and invited in into this family. Amen? You guys have been brought into this family. But I think the longer we stay in a family, we, we just don't value the things that are of value, you know, as time goes on. And so over time, if, if we don't watch out, we can become the lost coin. See, and the one thing that is different in the, if you think about the coin and the son, is the son knew what? That he was no longer at home, Right? He knew that he was no longer eating the bread that even the servants of the father had eaten. Yeah? He knew that he was desiring even to eat the food of the pigs, but the pigs were of more value in the world than he was. The pig workers didn't even want to share the pig food with him. He was, the, son, the son was aware of those things. What's the difference between the coin? The coin is lost in the house, and the coin doesn't even know it. The coin is in the family and still desiring maybe to be not a part of the family, not really realizing what it has around you. We're talking about godliness here, my friends. The second verse to that song, yeah, the first verse, there's nowhere else that I would rather be than here in your love, here in your love. The second verse is set a fire in my heart, Yeah that I can't contain, yeah? And really, that, that fire is, is present. The fire of God is present for us to do what? what? What are some of the things that fire can do? Yeah. Well, you just, yeah, I kind of wanted to build a little bit for that, you know? No, 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 it's good, it's good. Yeah, you know, well, time is cutting short, so shaka. Yeah, one of the, one of the characteristics of uh, fire is that fire can, can purify things. We have a great gift in front of us from God, yeah, that he ha- we have, uh, the, the Holy Spirit is present, which, which is also referred to as like this fire of God, yeah, that isn't only available for us to become more 
godly in our works. But we have an ability to become more like God through the purifying power of the Holy Spirit in the cleansing of the desires that are present inside of us. Check yourself, my friends. It is a healthy thing for you to check what it is you're desiring, why it is you're desiring those things. Are the desires of your life of God, of your family, of your friends, your loved ones around you, is your desires of your future and your, your hope and your goals that, are, that hopefully you've, you've prayed about and God has put those things in front of you? Or are the very desires that you have in your life going to take you away from the things that are of actual value? We have to keep our own flesh in check. That's what Paul's saying. He's saying bodily training is of some value. And godliness is of practice. Like, is in unity with our uh, uh, spiritual uh, disciplines and physical disciplines are all connected. Is this still January? Yeah. Early in the new year, 2016. Hey, analyze where you want to be six months from now. Where you want to be 12 months from now. And get to work. Get to work. It's, It's not too late to to start a New Year's resolution. But don't let it be a New Year's resolution. Let it be uh, an opportunity for you to work at the most important thing in your life. It's your relationship with God. There's nothing more important. And a great way to start that is asking yourself, what are the things that I desire that aren't of God? What are the things that I desire that are of me, that are of the flesh, that are of this world? Like, And then submit ourselves to God and ask God to do, to do a work. God, do a work in my life. I know it's probably not the most encouraging message that you guys have heard from me, but it's a real message, amen? Like I've seen it happen a lot where there's young people who love the Lord and they're genuine. I was talking to, who was I talking to? I was talking to Megan. Taylor's sister. And Megan's like, brah, you know Kekoa? Kekoa Souza. She's like, that guy is action. He's like, that guy is Jesus at church and at school. And when I'm talking to him, he talks to me about Jesus. And I really like being around him. Why? Because he's Jesus all the time. Like what you see on Mondays, is what you see at school Monday through Friday. Shaka. Right? I would love that to be the thing, yeah, that people say about all of us. Because we can do it fun. We can do it like in a creative way, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be boring and conservative and, and wear, like, tuxedos all the time and, and never actually go to the beach. You guys know that the Christianity that we have here is fun. Yeah. It's a fun faith that we have here. 
But when it becomes more about the fun and not about the faith, we can get distracted real fast. Okay? Hey, nobody else can do this for you than your own self. And this is not a new message. You guys understand this. You guys understand that there's things in, involved in your life that, that in, in, in different times in your life that have drawn you away from your loved ones, have drawn you away from the Lord. And it is a good time for us to put that in check. Yeah? Lest we be like this prodigal son or like the lost coin that really and I love, oh man, I love. So what is one of the common things? I don't end here. What is one of the common things of the coin and the sun? Okay, they're both lost, yes. What else is another common thing? They're both brown? Possibly. Okay. One common, one common thing, okay. The one common thing of the coin and the common thing between the prodigal son is both of them have value. Okay? But both of them don't know what their value is. The son doesn't know his value and the coin doesn't know his value. The challenge for us here is to to know your value and know your place. And maybe that's one thing that we can do this year as 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 a youth group. It's just remind each other of the value that each of us have. Amen? Like encouraging people. Young ones, hey, talk to your leaders and tell them how good they are and how loving they are and how much you appreciate them. Like, brothers, you guys should encourage me, you know? Just like, you know, right after this, like, Pastor Kaipo, you're awesome. You have great messages. We love you all the time. We will feed you. Come over our house and we will cook you fish. Okay? Right? Okay? sometimes I need encouragement, you know. Um, you guys hear what I'm saying? Hey, it's the beginning of the year. Check the desires that you guys have because the ones that are of the Lord is going to lead you to heaven and it's going to lead you to a good place. And the ones that aren't of the Lord, they're going to lead you astray. Amen. And I pray that you guys are like the prodigal son. Even if you do go astray, you guys know your way back home. But hopefully, you know, if that doesn't happen, you know, God will still bring you guys back. But let's just not leave. Amen? Amen. Hey, let's make it easier for all of us. Let's pray. Let's pray. Jesus, thanks for tonight. God, thanks for your word. Thanks that you are present here um, and available for us, God, to get to know you more. Jesus, I pray that you would give us your strength and your power, your Holy Spirit, that we um, might tell our flesh what to do rather than have our flesh tell us what to do. I pray that we would train our bodies and we would train our spirits. I pray that we wouldn't just do whatever we want or what our flesh wants, Lord, but we would do the very things that you desire for us because we know that your ways are good, pleasing, and perfect. So we'll give you praise, God. Um, Yeah, just reveal to us, God, the things that aren't of you and give us uh, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and others, Lord, to handle those things and give those things to you to to deal with. And uh, just praise you for tonight.
Uh, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen.